Welcome to Elephant in the Room, a podcast brought to you by the University of Calgary's Residence Education Team, where we discuss improving wellness for students by students, airing every fourth Monday of each month on CJSW. We are CAs, short for Community Ambassadors, which is a student leader living position within residence. Enjoy. Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to The Elephant in the Room with your wellness CAs, Miki and Sam. Today, we have a special topic to cover, which is going to be physical health and how that ties in with your mental health. We're super excited to have two other CAs here with us today, Landon and Bailey. I'll pass it over to Landon to do an introduction. Hi, my name is Landon. Um, I am a third year student here at the U of C and also a community ambassador here in residence. And as well, I'm also a member of the Dinos rowing team. Um, I've been a CA, this is my second year now. So yeah, I've been seeing quite a few different things with, with the pandemic and stuff, but yeah, excited to be here and to share, share my experiences. Okay, thank you so much, Landon. Bailey, do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, hi, I'm Bailey. Uh, I'm a senior CA for Cascade. Um, it's my third year being a CA, and I'm in my fourth year of school. And then I'm also on the school's synchronized swimming team. Super cool. Miki, do you want to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Miki. I am a third year CA this year, and last year I was a wellness CA as well. I am part of the Dinos wrestling team. This would be my fourth year on the wrestling team. My name's Sam. Um, I'm not involved in any dinos athletics but i am a part of the residence athletic association on campus um so i'm not huge into athletics anymore but i still know the importance and the importance that it ties in with mental health so bailey and landon how did you get into your sports because i feel like they're very niche and i don't really see any advertisements for artistic swimming or rowing yeah so my friend did it when I was 10, and I was trying to find a sport that I, like, really liked. And so my mom saw an ad for it in the newspaper, actually, is how she saw it. And she knew that my friend did it. And she was like, hey, this is what your, like, best friend does. Do you want to go hang out with your best friend more and also do a sport at the same time? Um, and so I went and tried it, more so just for the social aspect. And then I ended up falling in love with the sport. And I've never stopped doing it. What about you, Landon? Uh, yeah, for myself, um, I've always been an athlete, uh, played lots of sports growing up. Um, hockey was kind of big, my big one in, in high school and then, um, but I wasn't quite at the level to like play, um, the varsity hockey at the university level. So, um, yeah, I wanted to still be involved and, um, still have that, that athletic drive. And so, yeah, so I kind of found, kind of found rowing, um, which is a very, very kind of niche sport is Miki as you said, um, and yeah, it kind of, it really does cater to, um, to people who are starting late. So I was able to, um, basically like try out for the team, um, and then start like working in the novice crews. And then eventually this year I made my way up to the varsity team and, um, yeah, it's been a, it's been a blast so far. It's been very interesting learning something, something so different than anything I've done. I feel like for both of you, the time you get to train are very limited, right? Because mm -hmm. you have to book your space or you're outside. So what time do you train? 
Um, so synchronized swimming in the university level is not that um, intense. It's really, you're just doing it for fun at this point. You're not trying to make any teams or like go to the Olympics, let's say. Um, so we only train two times a week and we train from 7.30 to 10 p.m. at night on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And that's just because that's the only time the entire team can actually make practice amongst our busy schedules. Wow. What about rowing? So rowing is actually quite different in that as it's like uh, an endurance power sport, there's a lot of very high volume with it so we're actually just today's like um our last day of the on water season um and then we go to a winter season starting tomorrow but um we pretty much practice um six days a week on water um and the practices are about like two and a half hours each um so that's every that's in the mornings um which is like they're absolutely beautiful on the reservoir it's so nice so being student athletes i could see your schedule getting busier and whatnot would you say that being on like a dinos team has helped your mental health or has it like affected it in any way? What would you say, Landon? Um, I think it's definitely definitely helped. I I really believe in the power of of sports and exercise in terms of um, powering up your mental health. So it is it is a bit tough sometimes. Like with the schedule, we definitely have to be organized um, and uh, disciplined in terms of making sure you can work around those but that's something that all all dinos athletes kind of kind of face um and you i think you learn to get better at it as you as you kind of go along but yeah it's definitely overall like it's it's been huge for me i find it actually gives me extra motivation um in terms of school um just because i i feel like i have because i have that sport that i'm where i have like goals i'm driving for and things um, for me, it just feels natural to carry that over into into other things like school when I'm when it's already kind of correlated, like being at campus and things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, time management is super important for any university student. I feel like, um, but a lot of students struggle with time management. Um, what about mm-hmm. you, Bailey? Yeah. Uh, well, mine's only two times a week, so like time management is definitely um, still a thing for me, just because I have a lot of extracurriculars outside of sports and being a CA. Uh, so time management is still a thing, but I'd say more for me, the reason I still do synchronize swimming in university, even though it's not as like a goal-driven sport anymore for me, like it is for Landon, it's more so just for fun, is that it is something that is just for fun for me. It's something that I still really enjoy, and it's not something that stresses me out. I can go to the pool, have fun for two and a half hours, and not have to think about like my CA-related tasks, or my student-related tasks, or my work-related tasks. It's just like I get to go and have fun and hang out with girls who like are also there to just have fun. Um, and so it's really just like for me a way to relax and de-stress a little bit now. Um, and also just like I'm somebody who really um, thrives off of getting like the endorphins after working out. And so getting that like release of stress and that like endorphins really helps me to just be able to like be less stressed the next day after having that practice that night. Um, and I also just like being like fit. And so like knowing that I'm like working out and like increasing my health also makes me like less stressed out and like less in my head about school and everything. Yeah, I totally agree with Landon and Bailey. I feel like when I'm wrestling those two hours, you're not on your phone, you're not doing school, you're not doing any work related things, you're just there and you're just focused on doing that task and it's something I enjoy doing so it's just nice to forget about everything and just focus on wrestling even though I'm in an individual sport you're definitely with your teammates and 
you're always you have another support system so i think that's another plus of being in a sport as well i definitely just uh like to add on to that like i think yeah it's so huge um just being in another being in a group in the the social setting i think um especially with like-minded individuals as like university students is makes a real big big difference um and like for myself as well like i'm technically an individual sport too um because in rowing for for me with the weight class i'm in i pretty much compete like individually or just with one other person um whereas most rowers are like in a bigger boat but um there's still that connection with the team and then um getting to meet like very like people of um varying um like backgrounds um really provides like different perspectives on things that i think really kind of helps you drag you out of that um that kind of singular um, perspective or mindset that you can kind of get stuck in sometimes, um, especially when things are getting stressed. Well, Synchro is a very, very team-based. Um, so mine's like kind of the opposite of you two is that like I have to be paying attention to the other girls or else somebody's going to get injured. Um, and we all have to work together as a team. And I think that's like something working together as a team like you two are seeing helps me like really like pull out of the stresses of like my other like the rest of my life is because I have to be working on something together with these girls and I can't be thinking about um like the stresses that are going on in my life because if I do I'm not going to be paying attention I'm going to mess something up and I could accidentally injure somebody else uh just because we are so close in the water and so I like I think having to communicate and be aware of what everybody else is like doing is something that like may sound stressful but since I've been doing it for long enough now is like a way for me to just be focused on something like force my brain to focus on something else other than school or work or being a CA related stuff and then I also get the like in our dryland training aspect I still get to like like Lan was saying talk to people about things that aren't a CA or aren't in law and society or aren't coaching um and they can like be like do you think this is dumb? And they'll be like, yeah. Or they'll be like, Bailey, you're being really overdramatic. And I'll be like, yeah, yeah, being really overdramatic. Thank you for pointing that out. Um, And so, yeah, just having like that, like time to talk to people that aren't in the same circle with you, I think is really an important factor about sports in general, just having that outside perspective. So Bailey, how would you say the physical and the mental health tie in each other or like how do they fuel each other for me i think the physical and the mental health like i kind of was saying this earlier when i feel like i'm getting that endorphins and i'm like sweating and i'm working hard in the pool i feel satisfied like i feel like i did something successful um just like getting that sweat in for me like in my head is like yeah like i just worked really hard and so then, like, after that, like, I've left and I feel so, like, productive afterwards because I've already, like, accomplished something and I didn't really have to put that much effort in. Like, I'm working hard. I'm doing a sport, so I'm putting physical effort in, but I didn't have to put mental effort in. I didn't have to put, like, numerous amount of hours like I would into studying for a test. And it's something that just, like, at the end of the day, since my practice is there and I can take off and be like, I'm really proud that I went to practice and I did this at practice. And then I can kind of use that continuing into the next morning being like yeah I already did something like productive last night um I'm going to continue that productivity and it just sets me off in a like headspace of like a good um like just feeling proud of myself and I I think that's something that's super important is especially as a university student um like I don't know you can get bad grades or um not be happy with how a test is like went or like writing an essay is going 
or even work like you could be frustrated with your coworkers or your boss or something like that and so I think just having like that thing where I'm like I always feel successful after leaving is something that um really helps me to keep pushing in all aspects of my life not just the sport super cool that you can like carry that out into like life outside of swimming and uh, there's so much more to it than just what's happening there uh Landon what would you say like how do they tie in with each other how do they feel each other I think they're very very interconnected um I agree with pretty much everything Bailey said I, I find a lot of the same um and I think really like a lot of it comes down to just getting started um I think always um, like a lot of like as as students, it's always um, with like lots of things going on. Sometimes it's just the whole like mass of things you might have to do can make it hard to get get started with things. And I find um, you having sport as an outlet um, to kind of get my get my day started um, really really helps me with that. And it's and like Bailey said, it's like I've accomplished something. Like after after like I've gone to practice in the morning. And it's like, oh, I've already accomplished this, and it's um, it's still the morning, right? And then so, and especially on days where I don't feel like it or aren't feeling like I have tons of energy, um, which do happen, uh, it's still, you know, then it's it gives me even more accomplishment because it's like, wow, I actually, like, I did that. Um, and then you still have the, I, like, for at least for me, as like with rowing, when we train in the mornings, like, I still have the whole day. But I think even even without that, like, um, doesn't really matter the, the time of day, but having that, that, um, kind of movement, I think really helps you, um, really get, get some of those like mastery experiences and feeling confident in yourself and what you can do. And, um, makes it a lot easier to translate that mindset into, into other things like your school assignments or studying. Once you, once you can get started with something, then that's when you can keep going and you'll, you'll find a groove, but it's the hardest part is just committing to do it. And it takes it takes a few minutes. Like I, I like to think of it like with my training, um, you have to do like a warm up before the actual workout. And with regards to studying or an assignment, when you feel like you're procrastinating and then you try to get started and then a lot of people I feel give up in the first few minutes or just kind of distract themselves um, because they're like, oh, it's not worth it. Um, I'm not very focused. I can't do this. I'm not feeling it like whatever. And then so um, I think you just need to give yourself give yourself that kind of like warm up phase in those, you know, five to 10 minutes to just just power through it. And then it often gets a lot easier as you go along. So I've really translated that experience from from sport into school and it's really helped me a lot in terms of staying focused and staying on top of things. What would be like your best time management tip then, Landon? I would say to have an idea of what what your day is going to be like before you do it. I often like um the night before and this is not this is not exact like not right before I go to bed because then I'm still thinking about the day ahead, but about like half an hour to an hour ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Um generate like an idea of okay this is what I need to do tomorrow these are the things I'm going to focus on and I try to make it small and not like overload myself so really I think of it more as like priority management than time management so like what are my top three priorities that I need to at least get to at some point during the day and then I plan out um, what times those will be at and like when in the day I can fit that in and usually that's like I kind of write that out 
um, which I find helps kind of solidify it in your brain because otherwise if you're just thinking it, um, it kind of keeps the mind going. Mm-hmm. And especially if you're doing it late at night because I think also too another big important part, in order to do all this, you need to be able to look after your health and and make sure you get proper quality sleep. Um, so yeah, so that's one of my, my big things that I think helps me a lot because I'm able to like look ahead to the day um, the next day plan it out think of like where I can get things done and that kind of eases some of the stress and then um but doing it in a sufficient amount of time before I go to bed so that I'm able to really like let go of things and then kind of wind down um by doing something not not related to to what needs to be productivity mm-hmm. totally I find that not time management but like priority management is like super important because you can write a million things down that you want to get done in a day but if you're not being realistic it's not going to benefit you and then you're going to feel awful about yourself because you're like i had all these things i wanted to do and i couldn't get them done um because i didn't like line my priorities up and that's super important because you can have a time management and you can lay it out your hour by hour by the day but that's not realistic for a lot of people, obviously not everyone, but like if you have 10 things in the day that you want to accomplish and you accomplish them, I feel like that's so much better than having 30 things and then not accomplishing the majority of your list. Um, Bailey, what's your like time management advice? Yeah, uh, I think time management's something I had to learn in high school when I was training 21 hours a week instead of five. Um, so... In high school, I think that's something I actually I'm like super thankful for that my mom pushed me to keep doing synchro throughout high school because it did force me to learn time management really early on before university. And I think that's something that's helped me in university. Um, But I think for me, like having swimming and other like sports, like I do Orange Theory classes three times a week as well. It's just like I like to keep my schedule full to the point like where like Glenn was saying I have to priority like I have to have that priority management um because I don't have free time but like my like I'm okay with that my free time is my orange theory classes or my swimming because those are things that I enjoy and I'm like still having that time to relax and decompress but I have to like be like I have to have that those priorities um or else I'm gonna fall behind um and so I think that's something you kind of learn when you um have a schedule or like you get really into sports when you're super busy um I I mean I learned the hard way in high school um you you fail a chemistry test or something like that if you don't study for it because you were too busy hanging out with your friends and didn't priority like um prioritize studying for that test and so I think for me um just like I like I really like thrive off of having a schedule and I know that doesn't work for everybody I know some people prefer to just like go with the flow and having schedules and those like boxes to tick off really stress people out but I'm somebody who personally like uh the way I've set my schedule up like this year for example is like Mondays are just for CA related stuff like I have one-on-ones I have meetings like three meetings um and I don't have classes Mondays so Mondays are just CA related stuff Tuesdays and Thursdays I have classes so and swimming so those are like classes all day and then I go to swimming and I get that nice like decompressing at swimming Wednesdays and Fridays, I start off my days with Orange Theories, and then those are my days to, like, study and do school, and also, like, a little bit of other CA stuff, and then I try to make it so that my weekends are actually, like, true weekends, where I get that off, and that's something where, like, it's just, like, I have that routine, and those things are always going to happen on those days for me, um, and, like, Orange Theory, I sign up, so, like, if I don't prioritize something, and I don't have time to go to Orange Theory, because I have to do a meeting with the CA or something like that, 
then I don't go to that. Um, but I think having a schedule that I can always go with and just get into the routine of following really helps me stay organized. Um, but also, like, you have to be forgiving of your schedule because, like Sam was saying, you don't want to make yourself feel bad if you don't get everything done at the end of the day. So, like, I'm not... I'm not somebody who writes everything down and has like a to-do list and checks it off. I know some people do that and that works, but like for me, I personally like if when I don't get, I, I do overwrite things when I do that. Like I'm somebody who will write like a hundred things. That's just not realistic to get done. And so for me, you have to be forgiving with your schedule is that like I have a schedule that I'm going to follow, but it's also very like in flow. It could change. Um, I'm very easy going about it, but I think just having a schedule that in my head, it may not be written down, but in my head, that I can follow is something that helps me just like see the week out far in advance and de-stress like not stress out super early about things that don't need to be stressed out about yeah totally I love that you said that you like would have to fail a chemistry exam to like learn that you need to prioritize stuff how has like failure tied in with like your um time in university like have you failed how much have you failed what is that like for you to tie this like back into sports I think at sports sometimes you do like fail um and you have to keep pushing and you have to like choose to keep training and so I think that's something maybe where athletics in general sports specifically that like I'm also thankful for is that failure teaches you and I think that's something a lot of athletes have in their head is that failure is not like a failure it's a learning moment um to like learn how to do better so you can like accomplish more next time and so I think for me failure uh, you just, you always have to, like, it can be upsetting. I'm, like, I I acknowledge that you should take the time to be upset. I'm not saying you should always be like, okay, well, I lost, well, time to start training again and, like, not be upset about it because you do have to take time to process those emotions. You can't always push those down. It's not realistic to just always be like, okay, well, that sucks. I'm moving on. Like, take your time to be upset. But then I think you also have to sit there and use it as a, like, learning moment. You have to sit there and think and be like, you know, like, why why did this happen um you know it doesn't feel good I don't want to feel this way again I feel disappointed in myself maybe I disappointed others maybe I disappointed like your parents your siblings something you did something wrong um and you feel shitty about it <laughs> and so you're like I don't want to feel this way again and so I for me I just think about it and I'm like what resulted in this feeling and sometimes it's like I was saying in like high school I failed a chem test and it was my first time seeing like below 50 percent and I was like whoa <laughs> I'm usually like an honor roll student and I just failed a test and this sucks like it felt like I got stabbed in the chest I was like I don't like this feeling and I was like well if I'm being realistic um did I study for this test maybe once this entire week well why didn't I study for this test because I chose to go hang with my friends every day after class instead knowing that I had practice and wouldn't have time to study and so then I think from there on, I was, like, prioritized um, those classes. I was, like, you know, I'm in grade 12 now. These classes are getting harder. I don't have time to hang out with friends. Um, and I think that's sometimes where a lot of athletes will choose to quit sports because they realize, you know, like, school is getting harder. I don't have time to do these things. And I'd rather hang out with friends than, like, not hang out with friends because I have to study for tests. But I personally love synchro enough that I kept doing it. Um, but I think you just, you have to use those failures as a teaching moment to be like, what can I do differently? And I think always using setbacks, not even failures, just like small things as a like way to better yourself is super helpful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that. Um, Landon, how would you say that 
failure in sport has like helped you be more prepared for failure in life? Um, well, I echo a lot of a lot of what Bailey has said. I find that super relatable, um, especially as an athlete. But I think failure in itself is a is a really good thing as long as you use it in the right way. Um, it can be a really good teacher, but you have to you have to think of it as such. Um, I've definitely like in sport for me, I've I've failed so much. Um, and that really, really, I have been able to translate that into life experiences where things haven't gone well. Um, for example, like for me, um, my, like in high school, um, trying out for various rep hockey teams, um, I actually had many instances where, um, I was cut from teams, uh, repeatedly because I was like, I was too small. I was not good enough. Um, all these different, um, different things. Uh, that coaches told me and from that I was I really wanted to play at a higher level and be um, be someone who was you know at a at a high performance sport level so I really took it on onto myself to to work extra hard and push myself and really work on those things that um, that I was told I needed to get better at and I really used that that feeling kind of what Bailey mentioned um, cause it sucks when you fail, when you have something go wrong that you actually care about, it really, it really sucks. But I think keeping that feeling in mind when you are going to set out on what you're going to do next, right? Cause you have this kind of decision point where it's like, okay, so this has gone wrong. Um, I feel awful, but how am I going to respond? And I think having that kind of reflection moments is really critical and keeping that that feeling in mind to fuel fuel you fuel you as you go along the journey, um, because it's not even if you do set out to keep going and like work hard and like I'm going to like show them kind of attitude. Um, not every day is going to be going to be perfect, and you're not going to always be feeling your best every day. So I think in those moments it's key to to remember how much it sucked um, when things went wrong, and I think too with failure. Um, a lot of people just feel like it's it's unacceptable for it to happen, um, and it just means that well, like you're a failure. Um, but I think really that the failure in itself is actually um, giving up or not coming, not getting back up after it occurs. Right? Everyone fails. Like every everyone who's been successful in anything has has really struggled with with things, um, especially some some of the most like. Um, highly successful and popular people in the world. So really it's all about um, channeling that, that feeling, that emotion and realizing that it, it shows that you do care about things um, and that you want to get better. So I think for myself using that, that energy and realizing like, I do want this, I do want to play this high level um, really allowed me to, to keep going and to keep persisting in the face of, in the face of adversity. And that's really helped me with transferring to university where I've started a new sport um, and then started competing at a high level in that. And then also with university um, classes, which are also um, much more difficult than anything was we did in high school. So there's been moments too where I've um, not done as well in a certain class and a certain, in certain tests and things that I um, kind of blew me away. And I was like, similar to what Bailey said, 
um, you know, I'm an A student. Why, like, how, like, this is so embarrassing. Like, I did very poorly on an exam. But then kind of breaking it down and be like, okay, why why did this happen? And what, what could I do differently? And what did I do that didn't work out? I think is key. Where a lot of students really go, they look for external cues and things that really don't, um, aren't in their control. And I think that's where people go wrong is trying to subject the blame elsewhere because they're a little too afraid to look into themselves and see what they actually did that they need to change. 100%. Um, I think failure is definitely a spot for growth and um, like obviously a learning opportunity is what a lot of people say. Um, so I don't think failure is exactly like a bad thing. Um, obviously no one feels good when they fail, but um, it's always an opportunity to grow and become better and learn more and do better the next time, I think. So Bailey and Landon, what's one last thing you want the listeners to take away from this podcast? I'd say for me, routine and having something that you enjoy. Because I think we, like, we talked about sports a lot here and sports are not for everybody. Um, some people like just don't find a sport that they ever love. And so I think my like one takeaway would be find something that you love and that like is a nice like break for you and use that to de-stress and maybe make it like a schedule for you to always schedule that in. I think for myself, I would just say um, it's really important to find your why. Planning for, for setbacks because it probably will happen at some point. That'll really help you stay consistent and keep going. And I think that'll really help power people to keep going. Thank you for listening to Elephant in the Room, brought to you by your wellness CAs. These conversations are sparked by students in residence. If you have any questions or suggestions, you can reach us at our Instagram at wellnessinres with an S or email us at wellnessinres at ucalgary.ca. Stay well, UCalgary! Calgary.